Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 215. 215. 215. Doing it clean. Are you, though? No, we're never doing it clean. We're always whoa, dirty whoa. on this podcast. That's true. And I just wanted to mention real quick, if Something's... you want to support this podcast... Yeah. What do you do? You can go to audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Oh, cool. Because i got to confess something to you. No, something don't. Something to you and the listeners. Don't, you don't even know this. Don't do this. This is a surprise. Oh, don't do this. I love audiobooks. Okay. I, and I especially love Dean Koontz audiobooks, and you can get those on Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com slash bmovie, you get a free audiobook and free trial of Audible on us. You can also support this podcast, our wrestling podcast, The Reversal, your other podcast, Weird and Feared, because they're all on Anchor. They are. You can go to the Anchor page. I have to set that up, though. And, oh, well, Nick has to set it up for Weird and Feared. So that, don't do that. But, well, you can try to support it. Maybe just DM Nick and send him some money. You can just PayPal my email Yeah, you, you can just PayPal his email. Just give me money. Just give him money that way. But if you want I do to... have to buy spooky books. There's a lot of cool books. I want to get serious. I need spooky books. He needs spooky books. So if you want to give Nick some spooky books, or if you want to support this podcast... You know, if you support this podcast, if you give some money, Nick will draw you a one-by-one signed picture of the movie that you like the most, of a character from that movie. Yeah, so... One-by-one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that'll be $60. For a one-inch... And it'll be the most detailed one-inch-by-one-inch picture you've ever seen in your life. Oh, you want to up the price, huh? $65. $65. That's how much I'll draw something like that for. (laughs) What if it's two-by-two? The bigger it gets, the more expensive, or the bigger it gets, the less expensive? No, just for this. Just for this. Yeah, just for this. One is drawing. <laughs> what are you doing? Signed. You gotta include your signature on that one. Well, that's an idea. So if you want, like, a Phoenix the Warrior drawing, a one-inch by one-inch Phoenix the Warrior drawing, donate to this podcast. And you can donate to any of the podcasts uh, that's on anchor.fm slash the podcast. When I set up the, if I set up the Weird and Feared one, that's a good idea. You know, subscribe. Yeah. Get drawing. Support the support any of yeah, these. That's a good idea. Any three of the podcasts. That's a good idea. Support any of them, and you can get a little wrestling picture if you support the reversal. Yeah, but see, yeah, but you're not gonna like how that money works, because <laughs> this is gonna go in my pocket. Right. Okay. For your drawing. All right, that's fair. But we get people supporting the podcast. That's true. So it all it all works out. Oh well, you know. This is, gotta, not, this the, is not confirmed. The, the, su- the supporting is for perks, and the perks is the drawing. The yeah. one inch by one inch drawing. Yeah. That goes for all the podcasts. It's all going to be one inch by one uh, inch. Let's not speak for other podcasts at this point <laughs> in time. For three of them. For this point in time, we're going to move on to this podcast. This has gone on way too long, but Audible you can, ad. You can, it's not just the Audible ad, it's also the intro. Oh, just going, the, oh it's the same universe, huh? It, it's the same universe this week. Wow. I fucking mixed it up, man. Getting crazy on here. It's the B-Movie Breakdown. Know. It's a weekly podcast. We find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the end of every episode, so you do can join in on the madness for the next episode. Uh, you can listen to us anywhere you find podcasts. You can also listen to our wrestling podcast, The Reversal, anywhere you find podcasts. Nick, I mentioned he has another podcast. It's called... Weird and Feared. Weird and Feared. It's about folklore and uh, crazy stories of the supernatural variety. And monsters and creatures. Monsters and, and all creatures. All sorts of crazy, crazy stuff Anything that's there. not that's not normal. Maybe you fear it. Maybe you wear it. Maybe, 
I don't. Maybe want to tweak that uh, catchphrase there. I don't think I should. <laughs> I, think it's I good. hope you start using that all maybe the time. Maybe you now. fear it. Maybe you wear it. I really hope you start using all that. Right. Well. So yeah, you can listen to that everywhere you find podcasts as well. You can follow us here on social media, Abby Movie Breakdown, on on Instagram and. Uh, um, Facebook and right. wherever else. Let's move this along. And uh, let's, let's you can follow Nick. Tickets. Next stop, Scatterville Stories. That's me on the on the grams. Scatterville Story on the Instagrams. The this it, week's the Itchy Grams on the Itchy Grams, Itchy and Scratchy Grams. All right. On um, this let's, week's let's slow. Now we're talking fast. episode. Just, it's not itchy. We're not watching Itchy and Scratchy. Let's just take it easy. We're, we're watching okay. the original v- Vigilante, Paul Kersey. Played by Charles the, Bronson. The Itchy Lanty? The Itchy Lanty. The Itchy Lanty? The Itchy Lanty, played by Charles Bronson in 1974's Death Wish. It's the best of the worst. Think, do you think that a movie like this, I know it was remade, I know this movie was remade, but do you think this movie, like, the remake could be as, ju- as like... Yes. Do you think the the remake is, like, is like... As, I guess it could be more violent because Eli Roth it, did make it. It'll probably be more violent and more intense, but this movie just feels like a guy was sick of it, got a gun... And so he's shooting people. There wasn't any like ridiculous action scenes or crazy jumping around. I feel like having Bruce Willis in that role makes it feel like not just a guy. Right? Like when Bruce Willis was John McClane for the first time, he was like kind of just a guy. He was just he a was guy. He was a police officer, but he was just a guy. Just a guy. And then by Die Hard 4, John McClane's like running on the Planes. wings of airplanes. Right. Again. So like I think I feel like that's more when, than a guy. That's when Bruce Willis feels like more than a guy. Right, just yeah. him as an actor, like him in movies, like you know, Tom Cruise can't just play like that anymore. He can't just play like he has to play eccentric guys. He can't because he's like beyond that. You'd almost have to get like for the Death Wish remake. It should have been somebody. It should have been somebody more low key and chill. Absolutely. Than Bruce Willis. Absolutely. It should have been like I feel like at the time. That's what Charles Bronson was. You know what I mean? He was just like a guy. He usually pretty much played like he was in action movies and stuff like that. But he was just a guy. And especially by this point in his life, he's in his 50s and he's definitely just like a an old an old older guy. So who was ripped as fuck? He was ripped as fuck. But I guess maybe at that... That's how I chose back, to describe Charles Bronson in this movie. Ripped as fuck. But back in the day, I guess you didn't really have like these absurd action hero types. No, because also... They didn't come also, around until the 80s. Well, because you also... Those movies weren't really capable of it. Or you'd have car chase... Like, you know, Clint Eastwood. Like, most of the action movies you get would be westerns. Yeah. Or... Dirty these, Harry. Or Dirty Harry, exactly. Or like a Death Wish. And then, you know, other cop-type movies with a cop, you know... You're not even a vigilante. You're just a cop killing people because you're just doing your <laughs> right. own. You're a cop vigilante because yeah, that's Jeremy not Harry, scary. Well, he was. He was that's a cop not, vigilante. Yeah, that's not scary. Yeah. He's like, I'm a cop and I'm taking the law in my own hands. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, even scarier. Harry. And, uh, but yeah, 
I, I, I'm just trying to think of like that movie flaunted it. He's dirty Harry. Yeah, he's so he like, yeah, fuck you. Yep, I'm going to shoot you. Fuck you. Fuck the law. Yep, you're a bad guy. Time to die. Yep, my cult intense. You're gonna die. And, and then this was kind of that same way as, a, but instead, Paul Kersey is more like, you know, he's he's damaged. Yeah, it's a man who doesn't know how to process his 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 emotions. So like, well now now you're bad. You just gotta kill. And he hates that all these terrible things are happening in the world. They happened to him, and they affected him. But the best part about Paul is his backstory. He's a liberal man who hasn't touched a gun since his father, who loved guns, got killed in a hunting accident. So that's like the bad side of owning a gun, like dumb people fucking up. Right. And because he went into the, and then he went to, um, yeah, they said he went to Korea as a marine, as a medical officer, yeah, as a conscious objector. Yeah. So he hasn't he. He hasn't, he, he's, and then he's talking about his liberal values to his friend, who is this a right-wing, probably a right-wing idiot. And, I mean, so, I mean, this movie could be made today. Yeah, it could. But in a way, it couldn't because, you like, there was, like, shared struggles. Like, you want to talk about, like, people being polarized. It's very moderate. Different people share different views that you think wouldn't share the same views, and they do, and... Different time. You know what is a movie that is almost kind of like a um, remake mm. of this, but it was done a while back? Was the movie Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon? I never saw that or knew anything about it. It was it was out in 2007. James Wan uh, directed it. It was just, you know, coming hot off the heels of, like, Saw and stuff like that. But it's about a guy who... His son is murdered by a gang, and basically he decided Kevin Bacon decides to take the law into his own hands and kill these gang members. So Death Wish. Yeah, yeah, it's Death Wish basically, but it's called Death Sentence. Yeah, uh, but uh, that was an awesome movie, though. It was super brutal. Like Kevin Bacon is awesome in it, and but it's more like he kind of like. Plays them into like a, like a kind of like a trap type thing, so it almost had that like saw ish feel to it, uh-huh. you know. With, but um, I remember that John Goodman was in it too, and he was the kind of the guy who supplied him with some of the weapons he ends up using and stuff. Hmm. He has like a bat, and that's like his main like weapon of choice is a bat. Remember when Branson liked his sock weapon? Yeah, for a one time. And then, well, because then he wanted to take it to the next level and he broke it. And he's like, that's not going to cut it. Yeah, he hit that guy. Uh-huh. He and didn't it, kill And he was, doing, he he was doing ninja moves on his plants. <laughs> and his chair. And then he, then he broke his sock weapon full, yeah. of, full of coins. Yeah. And he's like, that's not enough. Yeah, I'm just, I, 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 I think people should go back and watch. I think it's a movie that got definitely overlooked. It was Death Sentence. With Kevin Bacon. So if you want, like, I don't know how that re- the remake of Death Wish is with Bruce Willis. But if you want, like, a remake of Death Wish that's not called Death Wish, it's Death Sentence. Check out that Kevin Bacon movie. It's it was, I remember it being fucking cool. It could suck. I You know what I mean? My memory could be wrong. But I remember it being pretty cool. But I'm trying to think of, like, if they were, like, say that remake hadn't happened yet. Like, who could who would be a good, like... Every guy that feels like they could be more low key like that, like Bruce Willis, just doesn't feel low key. No, he just feels like Bruce Willis at this point. You like and... even when he's in GI Joe, 
you would need. Remember that he's like, it's like it's just like okay, it's just Bruce Willis. That's the least of the movie's problems. I <laughs> him being in it is a selling point. I know, but right, but he just right, but you, you couldn't get anybody else to be in Death Wish to have be a selling point. Right, no, I'm talking about G.I. Joe right oh. now. Like you got you ideally Bruce Willis and The Rock in a movie together should be box office gold. No, there should be no way to fuck <laughs> that up. But he, fa- I mean, if you want to talk about people phoning in a performance. That might be one of the most phoned-in performances by Bruce Willis what, ever. What was he supposed to do with that? I don't know, but it was it was like even bad. Dwayne Channing Channing, The Rock and Bruce Willis should be at an all-star action-packed movie thrill ride. Yeah, remember they killed Channing Tatum? They only reworked that was the whole goal, but then they realized, oh, he's a big actor, so we should. He, but he doesn't want to be a part of this. But we have to count him into being in here, so we're going to film a scene with him and The Rock playing video games together and being friends. Then just kill him off. Let's build this cool rapport and then kill it off in the beginning of the movie. Cool. Because <laughs> you know how many times Duke dies? Never. His death is undone. Right. You undo that. Yeah. Well, now at this point, I think you just got to start over. Yeah, they With those are. movies, you got to start over. There's a Snake Eye Solo movie being worked on. Oh, really? Legitimately worked on, so. Okay. Hopefully that's in its own little universe. Or, or I could tie into this, they're doing that mask movie and John Cena has teased that. All you have to do you know what happens when you invent an organization that's paramilitary that teams up with Transformers? Why wasn't it just G.I. Joe from the beginning? It's so easy. Yeah. It's And they had great actors being all those guys. Uh, Tyrese, Dumont, they do a great job being soldier guys. Yeah. They, I mean, just make them fucking G.I. Joe. Just codename Lennox Duke. Oh, it's done now. Yep. That's it. Roadblock, Tyrese, done, easy. They have different alien. Like they, those aren't the real human names in GI Joe. Right. But just do it. You change all this shit in the movies, anyways. Just do right. that. Yeah. Who cares? It would, it would work. Just spin it out. It would work. In one of the movies they're selling, they're making arms technology from Transformers. I've had this rant before. That's just Mars Industries. Yeah. Just make him Destro. Yeah. I mean, instead you get. Right. What was his name? Tucci. Yeah, Stanley Tucci. I, I don't care. Say Stanley Tucci's character. Stanley Tucci could easily play a Cobra Commander or a Destro if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Who cares? The guy's got incredible range. Who cares? You reinvent- I think he'd be a great actor for one of those roles like that. He's got... He would he make... He plays a lot of eccentric characters. He would make an amazing Cobra Commander. Amazing. Yeah. Or just take a different take on Destro. Who cares? You didn't care enough about those G.H. movies anyways. And Transformers... What, you want to shit on them all you want. We got five movies before they're like, uh-oh. Five <laughs> movies before they were like, uh-oh. Well, it's because like, they kept making those, that money. Right. And then finally, and towards the end, it did. It's like, oh. Which worries me because Bumblebee looks cool and I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Don't even but, trash uh, talk. I mean, I'm not trash talking. Don't I'm, even I, shit talk, man. It's more man. trash talking the box office of appeal to it. The box office appeal is you have John Cena on Bumblebee in a movie written by a guy who cares about characters. It's Haley Steinfeld's in it. She's a pretty big star. And a, yeah. and a pop star, too. She's a pop star and yeah. a movie star. Yeah. So And Bumblebee so, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So, and it's Christmas time. A lot. There's a lot of movies coming out this Christmas. So. Yeah. Transformers. Even Age of well, Extinction that didn't do great. Didn't do awful. Considering... You got five movies deep before it was like, uh-oh, I think we're okay. Yeah, probably. So, like, come on. Probably. 
but still, I was still just trying to think of an older guy, low key that they yeah John they, Cena that they could have had play John Paul Cena Kersey. in Death Wish. No, that you want to see work. John Cena saying you can't see me? And he pops your ass. No, that's just like putting Bruce Willis in there. He's just like Bruce the, Willis he, is not a sixteen-time WWE champion. <laughs> John Cena's an average guy. Yes, he's an average guy. He's a normal guy. Maybe you put like Steve Martin in there. Oh my god! He's probably too old god. for that. Role. John Cena's just a normal dude from Connecticut. But it's Steve, fine. Steve Martin's like unassuming that he would. You wouldn't think he'd be out there killing people. But it's not. I mean, this movie wasn't like they put a comedian. You don't think John com- Cena comedic, could be a comedic actor in a role? Charles Bronson was like, you know, he was. He wasn't known. John for, like, Cena can play a down down to earth real estate guy. That's fine. In a comedy, maybe. And he goes out to Ames. No, in just a movie where people get murdered. Um, this movie. I don't know why you don't believe this idea. It can happen. <laughs> this I don't get this it. movie made me think of there was a little like joke they did on The Simpsons forever ago. Yeah, because The Simpsons jokes about everything. And it was um, they turned on the TV and it was like Death Death Wish Twelve, and it was like Charles Bronson laying in the and it's it was like Death Wish Twelve Deathbed. And he's laying in like a death in his deathbed. He's like, "I wish I was dead." Oh my god! <laughs> and when they went to Bronson, Branson, Missouri, this is the Bronson. alderman they raided today in Chicago. I'm pointing it out because he looks like a character from Death Wish. Look at him. He looks like the uh, who was the inspector, the main inspector. Yeah, well, he's a he's probably a very corrupt alderman. And do you know his wife is serving her ten years? into her second tenured term in the Illinois Supreme Court. He's not into shady shit, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Death just, Wish ends in Chicago. It's relevant. Just And just like the... It's relevant, too, because the DA in this... Uh, yeah. Get, ...are really corrupt in this movie. They're not good. They, uh... The police sucks. The 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 the, well, the DA wanted Kersey Yeah, dead. the inspector's better. Because he's like, just get out of here. Yeah. I'll make you, I'll make you disappear by... Making you disappear. Just go away. Like, go, just go uh-huh. away. As opposed to the DA's, like, make him go away, wink, wink. Like, yeah, they're like saying it without saying it. And like, he was like, I just want to, I just want to hear you say it. And they wouldn't say it. Yeah. So he's like, make him go away. Yeah. Uh, his, the, the degrees of gray. His total count of how many people he killed was 10. By the end of the movie, he killed 10 people. Not, well, a, I mean, not a, not a, Huge amount of people. Also, the amount they're putting into tracking those vigilante, what are you doing to stop like normal people getting killed? Right, like all the muggings and all the other bad things. They like, were down by four hundred, like a half, basically. The, the reason that this is the the reason that that gets more attention because he's, he's a serial killer is because he's killing people with like, you know what I mean? These people are just robbing people for the most part, and I guess killing sometimes. Like his Paul's wife, who they probably would have killed that. Died. They probably would have killed that. Uh, those muggers, the f- the first time he attacked a group of people, those guys are probably going to kill that guy in that alley. I guarantee, they're beating his ass. I guarantee though, and I think th- there's a reason that this works. This movie works so fucking well, and I guarantee in the remake that this is what happens. So in this, the beginning of the movie starts yeah, with I saw it. Paul's wife, uh huh, and his uh, daughter, yeah. being. Well, daughter gets raped. She does. And his wife gets murdered by yes. a group of, like, thugs. By oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum with a Jughead hat on. It's Chaos Theory, man. That's being, what they're called. Being one of them. They're called the Chaos Theory and game. This is Jeff Goldblum's debut movie. First movie he was ever in was this. As the, in the role. It's funny because, like, some of these actors that, uh, you know, that are so amazing, 
they had these like punk like roles like Bill Paxton in Terminator. Mm-hmm. He has that like punk role. It was like doing it was like doing your run in the indies. Yeah. You had to put your time in being a punk. And uh but I guarantee in the new one I haven't seen it, so I can't But you're gonna guarantee something okay. you haven't seen. I have a I have a very right. okay I'm okay. gonna guarantee I have a very okay. strong feeling okay. that in that one he it comes full circle where he does kill those people who killed his wife. Can you guarantee it though? No, I cannot guarantee it. You just want to you but just want to shit in a movie you haven't seen. I'm not shitting on it, but I'm saying that I kind of You're saying it it wouldn't be as good if that happened and you're guaranteeing it happens in a movie you haven't seen. It just feels like a thing that would what happen nowadays. What are you nowadays. doing? And and I get it and that's a good that's a good redemption for the character, right? He kills the people who killed his family. Yeah, it's but also this, this isn't fucking Snow White and the Sweat Seven Dwarves. But it's, I not, kinda, it's not a happy ending. But I kind of liked in this movie that he he never came across those guys again no. because that was the whole point of the, the city is swarmed with and crime. that was like it, the um you know like the his son-in-law Jack was saying about these about these muggings and murders that keep happening you know they just keep happening and people like his, you know the Paul's daughter and wife it's cut and run for yeah. even for the police uh-huh. it's like well, we're never gonna find these guys yeah it's done it's done like there's too many of them. And it was kind of like he never came across those guys again, but that was he didn't wasn't never trying to find those guys. For all you know, those guys, um, after he started killing a bunch of people, changed their lives around and had a good had a good future. And they just don't tell. Hopefully, they just felt really bad about the things they. They're did. like, we killed that. They they wouldn't have known she got killed. Like, oh, remember when I wore a jughead hat and stuck my dick in a woman's mouth that she didn't yeah, want? Remember when my skinhead friend just molested this woman on a couch, and, and my other friend was spray painting swastikas all over the place. And then, well, he spray painted a swastika, and then the rest of it was just squiggly lines. He was not a very good graffiti artist because they're all ho- hyped up on and one, some kind one of point drug. He literally just said. Watch, I'm gonna do a thing and spray paint it over the number two on a door and just yeah. circle. I'm gonna do a thing. I'm gonna do a thing. I'm, uh, he also spray painted a woman's butt. He did spray paint a woman's butt, in which Jeff Goldblum was going to fuck a spray paint a woman's butt. He only had a chance to stick his dick in her mouth. So only had the chance because why did they have to leave? They were scared. Right, but they thought, like, she's going for the phone. Yeah, then they're like... And then they hit her again. Because you're... So then she could have just... They could have just went back. If, if they wanted to, they could have went back to the raping. Because then it got weird. <laughs> God, it was... Then they were like, this is weird now. I feel like they all probably should... Yeah, maybe they all... Group group, group decision there. The drugs started to wear off. Like, oh, fuck. We uh, gotta, what are we, we doing? We gotta get out of here. thought we were just here. getting groceries. Yeah, what happened here? thought we were getting groceries I thought we were for, just playing with the watermelons. For a gang hang. Um, a what?! For a gang well, hang. this is the B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Nick. Corey is going to introduce a new podcast this week called The Gang Hang by himself because I'm not going to be part of the gang hang. Well, that's what they were doing. They were ganging and they're hanging out. That's not a term we should talk about. <laughs> I don't like it. I didn't mean it like I don't like it. Hanging. I don't like that you could think of that term. You changed my opinion of you in one one word to a combo, word combo, gang hang. <laughs> They're doing. They're hanging out. It came off your tongue so matter were, of factly. They were a gang. How many gang hangs have you been involved they in? Gang, they were hanging out. Do you read it? We read up on gang hangs. Well, when I'm hanging out with my gang of friends oh and we're God. hanging, I don't know what gang hang is. That's what. That's what I call it. You just do drugs and throw groceries around. Yeah. And then go to some woman's house no, and abuse them. No, that's not what we do. But I'm saying that's what they wanted to do. They just thought they were going to have a gang hang. And so what would what would have the gang hang been? Just like playing if video games drugs? if they existed? If they weren't on drugs? Again, 
They could have just been watching TV or something, or if they had smartphones, they just would have been playing Candy Crush. Right. Well, Cell phones saved the world. around then. They could have been watching TV. Cell phones saved the world, except when they ruin elections. Uh, you know, one thing, <laughs> one thing that really bothered and, con- and countries. Aside from the term gang hang, um, you I, know, just, you know, I didn't know that was that combination of words could be put together in my thirty-three years of existence. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing that could be said out loud. <laughs> I just, it's, I'm in shock. It's live. It's when you don't plan ahead of time. You just talk. Things come out. Wow. Um, Didn't know that was an option. From, apart, aside from that, one thing that drove me crazy about this movie, and is the only thing, it's like, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's a great fucking, it's a great. I could take fl- it or leave it. It's a great. <laughs> it's a great flick. It's okay. And uh, one thing that, <laughs> I, it's okay. Uh, one thing I, that drove me nuts was, the fact that the son-in-law of Paul Kersey, Jack, was a, was this a, your typical pussy liberal well, guy? He was a he was not a good person. No, but not that. I'm just being contrary. The, the part that were, I the enjoyed fact this that, film. The fact that he called his, his father-in-law dad. You didn't like that? They felt close to each other. I know, but like it drives me nuts. Maybe he didn't have a fucking dad, so he was like, his dad. Oh, dad, like and mom and mom and Carol. Maybe they he, would be. Like, it's just like an old timey thing, I guess. Nobody really does that anymore. Maybe he you don't knew, hear people saying Jeff that. Jeff like, Goldblum was calling the woman he was gonna. He was kicking in the stomach, mother, because she was the mom of the girl. He figured. Yeah, I know, and he was his dad. Yeah, they were all like, "Mother wants it, mother." It yeah, was real creepy. But they, they're being creepy about it. Jack is. I don't know. And for, for for whatever reason, because I know that it's not really his dad. It's just his father-in-law. Instead of him That's calling his dad, him, he, well, he could call him Paul. No, it's his father-in-law. You can call him Paul. But Teddy could be saying, "Well, Dad, you're not gonna call him. It's short for Dad-in-law. <laughs> he calls him Dad. Dad-in-law. Yeah, or D-I-L. He could have called him as Dill. Dill. Come hey, on, Dill. 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 Mill. Hey, Dill. Mill and Carol could be here right now. Yeah, D-I-L. Um, Dad, I love. Dad, I love. Short for Dad-in-law. Also, Dad-in-law. it's got many, many. Yeah. Meanings, but it, for whatever reason, I like cringed every time he said it. Like I don't know why. It just made me. Maybe it was the, the delivery. I don't know because just because Jack kind of sucked. Well, we can talk about. He could have dealt with his wife's problems can, better. Yeah, Even Paul said it. He said it many times, and then at one point, it's like, well, now our hands are tied because what the fuck have you done? Well, Jack? also like, Paul had to legitimately go to back to work. He couldn't just ignore everything forever. And no. he went off to Arizona for a bit. He comes back and Paul's and Jack's just like, well, this is how things are right now. And he's like, what, what? the fuck, dude? What did you do? Like, you could have handled this better. What did you do to my daughter? Like, yeah, she has PTSD for sure. Like major PTSD. They raped her again, she, basically. Like insulin. Mind rape. Yeah. Insulin overdoses or insulin. What are they? Well, they had a name for it. Insulin shock. That's what I meant. Yeah. So insulin shock. And God knows what she's having done to her is strapped into the the ba- the convent sanitarium. What shock therapy or what oh, drug? She's she's out of her mind. Very bad things are happening at the at that sanitarium. Nobody helped sure. her. Yeah, she's locked away. Oh man, what a terrible light. What a terrible. Imagine like, experience. Like, I mean, honestly, like you you just rather be dead at that point. I mean, maybe not dead, but because you can always. Well, don't worry. I'm sure when Reagan defunded all the. All these places she was let to roam the streets. Yeah, she probably just roamed around like all the other, just like the, the crazy homeless person in Chicago. I mean, yeah. in New York, because that's where they were. Yeah, she just roamed the woods and whatever. She and... roamed the woods. It, She's it, like, I always wanted to live in the suburbs. That, that's legitimately what happened, though. A lot of those people, they would just like roam the woods and stuff. Did they just be let out? Yeah, 
They just go right, anywhere. Yeah, they just they. I watched a documentary called Cropsy. Oh no! About there was like a murderer in Long Island. Was he set on fire? And no, similar name, right? The Cropsy. I think that's where they got it from. Was from the legend of that Cropsy. Anyways, thing. continue. Because it was like a it was like a thing in New York. This legend of Cropsy. It was like this whole thing. So basically, there was this guy who was like murdering like uh, women, handicapped people, oh, and like no. crazy people. Don't do that. And they were kept calling him Cropsy and like it was basically ended up being this guy who was previously let out of one of these mental institutions and just wasn't nuts. cared for went oh when, my god you know what I mean he was just like lived home whatever but it but it, but it became this like Long Island legend of Cropsy and I think that's where the burning kind of got that name from even though it's a different story different Sounds scary it wasn't a man who was tormented and then set on fire by kids in a camp and then came back to kill all of them. Well, yeah, well, I mean, maybe don't set anyone on fire. Yeah, he probably shouldn't. Have. He was just the groundskeeper. He shouldn't have been set on fire. Yeah, it's just funny to... I mean, he also probably shouldn't have been sleeping all around all those burnable chemicals, but he's just sleeping with all his cleaning shit. Yeah. So... They should have given him somewhere better to sleep. Better housing, man. Camp, yeah. Underfunded camps. Underfunded camps. That's Speaking what that movie camps, is about. In the beginning of this movie... I don't know what you're doing a here. A man who was a co-worker of Paul Kersey's said that he thought that they should put all the poor people in the concentration camps. Yep, he's a Nazi. <laughs> That's how Americans can become Nazis, because they think shit like that. They it was think his co-worker. Shit like that. That's the first right versus left discussion. He, Do you know the Holocaust was only like 30 years earlier? Less than that. Was it 72? This was 74. So, like, yeah, 30 years ago, that's what... And then, but I mean, that's in there for a very intentional reason, and just the, to show and how people are. That guy also said there should be more cops than people. It's a Nixon. It's a Nixon. Nixon idea. Law. We obey laws. That's a Nixonian concept. <laughs> like that's the dark turn we could have taken a long time ago. But that president was taken down by corruption, and that future was avoided. Or was it just one of those things where we put a we put a plug in it, and then history proceeded to continue to evolve. Here we are now. Hold that plug. <laughs> and we have people in camps, and they are poor. And they are poor. Well, they're. It's. I guess. I guess it's not like this guy. This guy didn't mean the specific poor people. He just meant all poor people. Right. So anybody who was living under a certain amount of care. money, go away. They're all he's the, yeah. He's the true. Camp. He's the true egalitarian. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. He he was definitely like the opposite of Paul at that company because even. Uh, you know, when it came to the, some of the real estate business stuff, he was always like, this and this. And then even the boss, the boss sometimes had to be like, like, all right, it's all, fine. all right, calm down over here. Right. Like, you know, Paul's got it. He's clearly the man at this, uh, at this company. So, well, yeah, Paul, I mean, it's funny. Know. We watch so many movies where real estate is a thing, but it's always the bad guy involved in real estate. Um, this man went on to murder 10 people. <laughs> Yes. He went on to murder 10 people. He murdered 10 people who were doing terrible things. He murdered 10 people. Though I would argue that two of the people he did basically trap into killing. Entrapment? He flashed his money. He did. So they would see it. Uh-huh. And then killed them. Uh-huh. After they tried to mug uh-huh. him for the well, money they've probably, that he flashed in front of them. They've probably... And he also hung out in a place full of pimps and hookers. Yes. To make sure, like... He somebody... ate a meal there, though. He did. <laughs> he yeah. sat there, ate a meal. He did. Mm-hmm. 
Watch. Look at me scoping out these like his... seedy places. Yeah, because that's where you find the bad guys to kill. I mean, it's, it seemed like he could have just walked anywhere. And he cut crime down by half. Went from like 900 something he, to 400 There was a something. whole uprising of vigilantism. Like, yeah, woman using her hairpin. Yeah, and then those uh, people at the construction site. One guy. So they charged him and beat the fuck out of him. And then they said he fell. They broke his arms. They cracked his ribs. And they said he fell <laughs> off the construction on, site. On television. <laughs> said he, he must have fell. And they showed the footage of him getting beat up. Well, that was just for us, basically. Right. We I don't know. get. We oh, that's right. That wasn't that's on right. the. That wasn't on the newscast. They showed the mugging on the newscast. That's right. That was just for us watching the movie. That's right. Let's cut away to this this mauling you did. <laughs> and you said he fell. <laughs> I forgot that wasn't that wasn't. That was on just TV. for us. It was. They were on TV talking about it, and then they cut uh-huh. to the. Actual they were interviewing scene. people who just. It was hard yeah. because a lot of times they made the TV. Um, they were showing a TV. They made it look just like the movie. Yeah, but and it you was know surrounded... TVs at that time would not look like that. But it was surrounded by a television screen, so you knew it was a TV. Right. I know. I know. That's fine. <laughs> if it's any consolation, that would look worse when it was probably initially aired. Yeah. I mean, the theater's probably probably so yeah. We're thing. watching on Blu-ray, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Uh, another thing about some of the things in this time period. You know, in New York, real dingy and uh-huh. rough and tough like yeah. this, and it just got worse. I mean, in the 80s, some of the movies are just like, New York New York looks so grimy and disgusting. I mean, people were predicting all of this was leading to the end of the world in 1997. Right. Like, like we can't make it past this here. This is when it's all and, done. And uh, one other thing about New York in this time, in the, the hospital, when they were at the hospital. Yeah. The amount of people just like there was that guy just standing there all bloody and Covered nobody him. helping him. No, he's just wandering. He was just They're like, like, We'll get to him. Like, oh my god, what's going on there? And um So yeah, Paul's wife, she ends up dying from getting beat. She does. She got beat to death. The the daughter does not die. You probably shouldn't have cops saying they just got beat up when it's more than just a yeah, beat up. He says that in the hospital. Yeah. Uh one thing at her funeral that we thought was kind of humorous, the which is weird to say. I uh, didn't find any part of that. Well, what worse. about all the people that had to walk miles in the snow to go back to their cars where when they could have just parked a lot closer? There was the walk of mourning. The walk of mourning. They, well, he didn't do that. His car was close, along with his daughter's car. Well, he gets special treatment. Oh, yeah, it was his wife. It was his wife. They, there was just probably a funeral parking lot. They just all... I mean, I've never, I've, I've, never, I've never seen that. It's always parked along the road and you walk to wherever it's being happened. There's usually not like a funeral, a cemetery parking lot. Right, and most cemeteries don't have parking lots. You just park near where the gravesite is and you go you, to that you're spot. You're usually not staying there where you need a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. You're, you're not just... hanging out very long. No. Um, another no. another interesting little tidbit was like some little side things that we heard in this movie. Uh, this guy in the police station who wanted his dog back because he said his dog was a painter. Yeah, he's got good paws. And got good <laughs> Yeah. New York is there's a crazy so many, place. There are so many interesting characters in the background of this movie. Mm-hmm. Just the way some of the, they had, like some of the, just the way people looked and things like that. Just, it's called world building. Yeah. It was a very interesting world. They were definitely uh, trying to make New York seem like, you know, this painting this picture of what New York was, but also like a little bit more. It was almost like if you took like a realistic movie, so maybe like a the French Connection type movie. Okay. And then you have wait, French Connection is that in Chicago or New York? I can't remember. It's in France. It's not in France. Yeah, that's where they connect. Um but the uh What else is it called the French Connection? 
It's just like Miami Connection. It takes place in, in Florida. <laughs> just like Miami Connection. The, um, it's almost like they wanted to take like the realistic version of New York, yes. and then also like that like mix it with like a Warriors version of New York. Yeah, because obviously that's a very unrealistic version of New York. No, everybody was a cartoon character villain. But they, in, in the Warriors, obviously, very much a cartoon well, that, character. That would make sense. Yes. But like, it's like they mixed like the two. It's like here's like this very cartoonish thing, and here's this very realistic, and we're gonna mash it together. I mean, I wasn't in New York in 1974. Maybe that was exactly was how I. it was. Maybe that was exactly how it was. It could have been. It wasn't good. No, no. And people it wasn't get good. people getting mugged. Yeah, it was a major thing. Yeah, it's crazy how like for a long time how things shifted so much, right? As far as like New York goes, New York is pretty much. It's still. I'm sure there's bad you, things that happen you can here th- and there. You can thank you can thank America's mayor for that. But yeah, it's like it's not as like bad as it once was, and it kind of shifted to well, at one point still you, Detroit, but Detroit, but then like obviously where we live, closer to Chicago, and Chicago is just like murder capital. Mug capital. There's worse places. St. Louis is worse. Worse per, than Chicago right now? 100%. Per capita for amount of people, what's going on? Yeah, I guess yeah. that kind of makes sense. It does. Which is a shame. She, I've been to St. Louis before. And it was, You've it's, been to Chicago lots of times. It's a beautiful city. Yeah, St. Louis is beautiful There's as well. just parts that no one wants to help or care about or do anything to. I don't, I don't know. I'm not... I don't know. I don't know either. That's why Rom's getting out. Who knows? What's up with this alderman? This is a big deal. It is a big deal. Just like uh, Paul Kersey, he he became a big deal. You don't he think he became Rudy the talk of the town? He did. He did. He saved. He was. You. I mean, Rudy Giuliani fixed New York. You don't think he's America's America's mayor? You don't like Rudy Giuliani? Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, he's doing a lot of cool stuff right now. Paul Kersey could have been mayor of New York. I mean, people were behind him. Vigilante stuff, man. I told you he should have just been called Revenge Man. Revenge Man. The newspapers blew it. Imagine if you had five movies in the Revenge Man series. <laughs> well, none of these movies are called Vigilante. Funny. Did I just name my Vigilante comic book today? Re- Revenge Man? Revenge Man. He's just out. What's he about? Oh, I get it. it can I... Can, when you make Revenge Man... Ah, uh, when they make requests, it'll cost you, but go ahead. <laughs> can he at least have, like, the Charles Bronson, like, mustache? Just like it is an homage. He has to go undercover. He has to go undercover sometimes. So he'll be dressing up like other vigilantes from other things. So he never has one specific identity. He's a parody in but all like of his them. His regular self. Can he just have the? No, it's a disguise. He'll, oh. he'll have to wear a disguise. He'll have a trench coat and a green turtleneck, and just kill people with a mustache. Then it takes it off. He's a different guy. Yeah, and he could. He could. Oh my god! And one time he's just. I'm. Sh- I don't care. I'm writing a revenge man right now. So then he can have what kind of gun did he have? It was a 350. It wasn't a 352. It was different. Um, no, 32, right? Yeah, it was a 32 revolver of a, of a generic brand or whatever. Uh, Death Wish gun. It was a Wally Magnum, is what they're saying. That's they named the specific brand. The specific brand. The but it was a thir- it was a 32. It was a 32 Colt Police Positive revolver. Thanks, Ames. Yeah. The Tucson connection. Ames Jane Chill. What a great guy. What good, a great name. Good That's guy. A... He likes guns, but he also likes nature. Yeah, he was, yeah. Which makes was... sense. Like, the, the best guys that like guns do like nature. That's true. Yeah. Like, the better one, the good yeah. the good ones, the good guys. He was still, like, uh, riding that weird line sometimes, some of the things he had to say. Well, I mean, he was still that kind of guy. Yeah. Which which is funny, because at first, we thought he was that kind of guy. Right. And then we didn't think he was that kind of guy, and, and then, then he, he ended up being that, that kind of guy. guy. <laughs> this is what I was saying when we were watching the film. 
people were moderate. Like their views, you could have guys who had like this view, but also shared more of these views. Like it wasn't all just like, you know, and before button heads. Before Paul met Ames, who was like a client that he went went to go meet out in Arizona, he hadn't killed anybody yet. He had hit he hit one guy with his sock uh, weapon. Sock weapon. Uh, so he had only hit the one guy. He hadn't killed anybody yet. And then when he was out there visiting Ames, he they went to that old West Town uh-huh. tourist thing. Yeah. And the reenactment that was going on. Yeah, he just lived. He lived. The, going on. He, he saw his future flash before his eyes. He just had just He's got like, in his head and just like, man, this is I got. This is what I got to do. It's, you know what's funny? What's funny? A lot of movies from like the seventies and early eighties had like. Where they would go to like an amusement park or like, uh-huh. or these like attractions that were old West towns. Uh-huh. Do those ex- do old West town? There's one in there's a, a little place in Ottawa I've never been to. I always wanted to, but I never went. Ottawa, Illinois. Uh huh. That's an old West town. Like no, there's supposed to be like a little section or something. I thought. I mean, I'm sure they exist in certain places. Like still. Ottawa, Illinois. That probably is probably out west, right? That would make more sense, right? If they in California and. And that's yeah, where you saw I guess a lot of these movies. And... You could just go to the fucking Alamo if you want. You could. Well, one of them got. Well, the set got burned down from the Westworld, and that was used in tons of old old westerns and stuff. Uh huh. Got burned down in the fires recently. They had to rebuild that. It's true. Yeah. California is on fire. It is on fire. So Revenge Man would dress up as Charles Bronson from Death Wish. Give me more vigilantes. You got an archive in your fucking head. Throw Bat- some at Batman. Me. Fine. He can also dress up as any comic book character. Batman, the Punisher. Those are gimmies. He'll wear like a cheesy skull t-shirt. Okay, I need more vigilantes. Batman doesn't kill people. We need vigilantes that kill people. Uh, Equalizer. How do you dress up as the Equalizer? Blackface. Not doing that. Revenge Man is well, not doing that. I think there was a TV show called The Equalizer that the movie was like based on. Give me like so the, the TV show. I think it was a white guy. Give me like so he could be the Equalizer as the if he's a white guy. Like Death Wish. Give me like other franchises. Like John Wick. Good. The Equalizer is a franchise. There's two of them. Oh my god. Fine. Just that's the first one. You have an archive in your fucking head. The first one you give me is Equalizer. It's a badass movie. I'm not saying it isn't. And we can get into the real deep cuts when he starts running out of costumes. But he's not putting on fucking blackface to be Denzel Washington. Kick ass? You're you're bad at this. This is I thought this would be a fun game and you're just bad at this. Deadpool. You're bad at this game. <laughs> Machete. This is a bad game. Machete's a vigilante. Way to just kill the creativity. Ma- how is Machete a bad example of a of a vigilante? Oh my god. He's- Aren't you don't you have a vision? Can't you see Revenge Man dressing up as Machete? You can see him doing that. Yeah, I want when people. This has got to be. Bronson has a look. We're putting. Danny Trejo has a fucking look. Oh my god! Give me more ideas. V for Vendetta. That the guy uh, Fox mask. The Crow. How about that? The Crow. That's a good one. The Crow. Not a franchise, but very famous. Yeah. So very. He could be the Crow. Uh, that's that's good. That's a good one. It took three tries. We got there. Taxi driver is also a good taxi one. Taxi driver. This is what I'm looking for. Bo- Go deep. Boondock Saints. Is that really like a get up? There's not really a costume to that though, right? They don't have a look. Kinda. No, don't they wear? Do they wear crosses though, or do they not? Yeah, wear they crosses? have like their like little blazers on and like a cross. All thing. right, all right. You can kind of do that. Taxi driver is good. Give me Sia. Give me more. Like like 70s again. Dirty Harry guaranteed. Dirty Harry's not a vigilante. He is a he vigilante. He absolutely is a vigilante. Is. I mean, I don't know. There's so many vigilante just, type movies. Yeah. She so, can dress as Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal is... Pick a movie. 
Out for justice? Fine. That's literally, he's a vigilante. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. There's so many movies just called Vigilante that I'm scrolling through. So it's not fun when he can be Vigilante from the movie Vigilante. Don't know. There's a million movies with Vigilante. Taxi Driver is perfect. Death Wish is perfect. Crow. The the Crow is perfect. The Punisher is perfect. I just drawn with a guy in a skull and a shirt. He wouldn't, you know what I mean? Daredevil's a Vigilante. So you want the vigilantes that are like the murder. based on revenge. Uh-huh. And Daredevil is, I mean, not Daredevil, Deadpool. Deadpool, true. He He's definitely one. He does murder also. So uh, what about uh, Dexter? Can't Dick- really dress as that though, right? Um, you can kill someone the way Dexter does. What about Michael Douglas in uh, Falling Down? I haven't seen that film. Oh, it's about a guy who he's Goes out like, for revenge. He, uh, well, he's just, like, an unemployed defense worker, and he's frustrated with, like, the way society is, oh, so he starts just killing people. Oh. Uh, yeah. Sounds like he's a bad guy. It's... <laughs> like, everyone just murders people. Yeah, he's, like, well, yeah, he's, like, he's real, like, upset. Wow. He's got his gun in his briefcase. Oh, my God. That's an amazing cover. you never seen this movie? Never. I'm surprised. It's a really good movie. I will not watch it next week. Yeah, it's, uh... He gets real. He goes to a McDonald's and he like demands that the burger look like the way the picture looks. He's all like yelling at the people that work there. Oh, so he's like Joe from The Purge. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. If you haven't watched The Purge, season yeah. one. Oh yeah, he's definitely kind of like that. He's one of those guys. Yeah. He's like an incel type guy then, or like, like yeah, a yeah. Hashtag not all ma- like that vein of bad guy. Yeah, it's a good movie. Robert Duvall, I'm pretty sure, is one of the cops in it going after him. Oh, that and, sounds uh, fun. Yeah, that's a fucking. That's a good one. Uh. He, she, he can dress as Peppermint from that recent movie with Jennifer Garner where she kills people. Wow. I mean, okay. I didn't see it, but it looked kind of cool. Like, her her husband and daughter daughter get killed. It's like... Ben Affleck female, dies? Female Punisher. Ben Affleck dies? Well, they're not together anymore. Oh, past, no, past husbands don't... Well, yeah, because he got murdered in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I That's guess. Why. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, how long am I going to, like... Django from Django Unchained? That's another know. blackface type scenario. No, it doesn't have to... All right. I, I don't know. You, okay. No, we got some good ones. Those are some good good first go-tos. Walking Tall? No. That's I'm... like kind of vigilante-ish. Right? I don't know, man. I mean, I, we got some good ones, though. We got some good ones, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Revenge Man's cool. And Dirty Harry can, like, pretty much counts. What you need to do is, before my dreams are shattered, type Revenge Man into Google. Because if Revenge Man's taken by anything, that is a big deal. No Revenge Man. No, I don't see anything named Amazing. Revenge Man. So. Amazing. Because nobody probably just thought of something so simple, you know? It's perfect. To name it. Uh, and if you want another vigilante, you could go with uh, Liam Neeson's character in uh, Taken. Taken's good. That's when people wouldn't like. I want people who would pick up the book, just like, oh, I get it. But I don't know how you make. He just would have to assume. He'd have to be Dark Man, which is funny. If 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 your character Revenge Man is like Dark Man, and he can just assume identities with prosthetic ma- masks, then he could be Equalizer uh, without being blackface. He just puts on a mask. He could put on a mask. That's true, but. That's true, but it's 
It's yeah. like white chicks. Remember, they put on masks to be like white women. Also, well, who said I was even going to make Revenge Man white? I could make Revenge Man be a black dude. I said dude. that before. No, you didn't. I, I w- said, what if he's? I said, if he's black, then it won't even be black. I was face. in my. I was thinking in my head. I wasn't listening to you. I literally said that. I wasn't listening to you. Then he could be Denzel Washington from The Equalizer. He could just be. He could be anybody. What if there's more? Oh, and then the Avengers. They're called Revenge Men. When there's more than one Revenge Man. Oh, okay. Mm. So why don't you just make a movie where Paul Kersey, the crow, <laughs> or make a book with a crow, Paul no, Kersey, this is, that's, Equalizer. That's dumb. They all just team up in a that's, one epic revenge no, where they just really kill a lot of people. That's dumb. That's like a mass... And what if you it's got... It's a mass shooting instead of a... That's what the... Re- oh you're, you're going God. down a dark road with the Revenge Man. I think you should just stick to... Well, even one guy, though. One guy could leave yeah, that. Yeah, anybody killing... Yeah, one guy does often... And that yeah. guy is often white. So, yeah, come on, white people. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate when anybody does it. It's, yeah, it's not good at all. It's not good. It's not a good scenario. Interesting and, how the white people often get taken alive. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've, uh, in this movie, Bizarre. Paul Kersey did escape alive. Uh, uh, yeah, he did. White guy gets off. He, but the thing is, he he's that vigilante type, though. He's he's out there killing people who are doing bad things. Inspector had a soft spot for him because he opted not to murder him. Yeah, it happens in a lot of vigilante stuff, right? You know, on Arrow, Oliver, he's in the first season. He's, he's a murderer. Killing, he's he killing is. people. I like the the they have to retcon that. Like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have just killing all those people. Yeah, it's in the current season. They've there's been a lot going talks about his past killings of people. The better not, yeah, because it makes him a hypocrite. It's like you can't kill. You killed for so long. I changed my ways. Yeah, all right. Just people inquiring about his past ways, and even before he was officially the hero, things like that. Because he killed a lot of people then too. Uh huh. In those flashbacks, he man. killed. He killed her. I mean, I can only go so far back in Arrow, but another ones he killed like his sister's drug dealer. Right, and but like, I, I mean, like when he was like doing other stuff. I don't want to know like about his his flashbacks of let's see what we can throw Oliver in now. Well, now they're sense. doing future backs. Oh my god! If that's a thing. just do Lost, then is this? You just want this show to be Lost? They really did. I I will say that the current season is is a, is a pretty damn good one. Like, like they've got like, how many? What season is it? They kind of got it back together. The What's, last one was okay. The one before that was and like what season is are they on now? I don't know. Five maybe. Five seems low. Six. I want to say six or seven. Something like that. But this one, I am enjoying the season of Arrow a lot. All the other shows are great. They have not stopped being great. Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow is just... Yeah, rumor has it there's a vigilante in Supergirl you've told me about. Oh, yes. uh, Agent Justice. (sighs) He sounds like a revenge man. Oh, man. He is not... I don't know about that. That's the wrong kind of revenge man you want to be hanging out with. Well, there can be good... Sounds like the very... uh, The dangerous... There uh, can be good and danger man. There can be good and bad revenge yeah, man. Yeah, he is, he is danger revenge man. Persecution uh, man. Yes. Uh, specious. The persecutor. He's specious revenge man. Revenge man has to battle the persecutor. Yeah, he's uh, he's not he's not doing good things over there on Super, sure the, Supergirl. I'm pretty sure the Punisher has had like revenge man stories like that. Because yes, now there's a thing called revenge man stories. <laughs> when he battles you know people who are killing people and he's like, you can't kill these people. He's like, well, you kill people. Like, yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's like, well... Because this guy's killing people because of some other, re- you know what I right. mean? Like the worst reasons. Right. Punisher, like, I mean, this guy's a criminal. He's got to go. Right. It's amazing how there was a Netflix show called The Punisher, not about The Punisher. I did recently. I think Daredevil got canceled. They're taking but, them all but gone. But then Netflix said that they're going to, he's going to, I think they might be rebranding something in some sort of weird way or something. Like make maybe unify all the shows into one show. 
I don't know, but they but Netflix it got canceled today, and then but they said like this won't be the last you see of Daredevil and the social media pages are posting. It's like, are they canceled? Are they not? What are we Because well, a lot of here? those were under, are like, a, you know, Marvel, they could just have a show called Marvel Knights and use everybody. Right. Maybe that'll make all those shows better because a lot of them can drag their heels. Even though I like some, I like, yeah. I like them. But I'm going to say after this last season of Daredevil, if it really, if it truly is canceled and it doesn't end up on Disney plus. Yeah. And we don't get a follow up to this last this third. You're cool, you're cool with it? No, I'm not cool oh. with it at all because this season of Daredevil <laughs> was in fucking incredible. Well, I'll watch it sometime and Iron Fist, so, so don't spoil it. So uh, I'll be very, very sad if we. Punisher, though, I'm pretty sure they filmed the second season, so I don't think that that's. They made a whole show about a guy who didn't want to be the Punisher. Right? Right. Spoiler alert Punisher would never let Jigsaw survive. From people who've read many Punisher comics, often tell me the reason Jigsaw keeps living is because he's such an insignificant being. But they hyped him up so big, so then he should have died. Right. This you living is not punishment. You kill him. That's what you do. You're the Punisher. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like the reason in that show is like that was his like friend. The Punisher has no friends. You die. You know what I mean? Though you die. Like, he was still like he you, wasn't all in yet. You die. He's. My God, his family got murdered, but he's all in. I know he is. I so know. it's real weird. But he could have thought he died because he smashed his face into that mirror. About no, he let times. him live on purpose. Right. So guess what happens? Oh, Jigsaw escapes, and Frank's like, I made a bad decision. The Punisher exists, so those decisions don't get made. He's the one superhero where those decisions never get made. If you live, it's because you escaped. Not because he lets you live. Usually. Dumb. Unless somebody else like Fury or Daredevil or somebody steps in and comes yeah, Frank down. If someone down. stops him. <laughs> somebody calms Frank down a little bit. Like, or like if he's having a game with Daredevil where he's like, I'll f- work with you, but you can't kill anybody. He's like, fine, Daredevil. I won't kill anybody. And then he usually does. And he's like, what do you do? I only kill this guy. Yeah. Not, I started to play by your rules, but I lied. That's usually Frank's, Frank's go-to. The reason why Frank doesn't kill people is if he respects them. Like, Daredevil, like, the good guys. He knows he's a good guy, but he's like, nah, you guys gotta kill these guys. <laughs> why, do you let, why do you let bad guys live? Yeah. They do bad stuff, you kill well, yeah, them. Yeah, it's Paul Kersey, man. Paul Kersey's uh-huh. the original Punisher. Uh-huh. Yeah, he is. He's the original Punisher. Uh-huh. He's the original he's, he's the original vigilante. Which makes sense. At the time, I'm saying it's generic, but maybe it's one of those things where, like, no one else was just called the vigilante, so it wasn't generic. And Dirty Harry did come out before this, but that's a cop. Right. You know what I mean? Doing, being a dirty cop Which and is, taking the law into his own hands. Right. Kind of, but he is the law. So it's like, at the same time, but like, Paul Kersey is like, as far as in pop culture and in movies go, he's like the first. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like that he inspiration. Has no con- he has no connection to, a, yeah, 100%. They all go, they can all get traced back to him. Yeah. He, he's, he's that guy. He's, he's, he's probably, you know, inspiration for the Punisher. I mean, absolutely. Like, he's the guy. His family gets murdered. One, one of his family members gets murdered. Family torn apart. Yeah. And he goes on a killing spree. Yeah. And kills ten people. Yeah. Who are, in his eyes... Well, they are, in most people's eyes, bad. They're mugging people, doing bad no, things. No, yeah, every, even the cops were okay with it. Yeah. Even the DA was okay with it, but they're like, we can't... We can't don't win a martyr. Well, they just yeah. like the fear of him still being out there, but they didn't want him to be a person. 
Right, because... They don't want him to be a hero to anyone. Right, because, yeah, because then you get other people, you know, the cops say it's okay to do this, then everybody else starts doing this, and then... It's amazing the only vigilantes, the stories they gave us is like the construction worker guys who just beat up that one guy they saw doing a bad thing, yeah. or the one woman who defended herself with a hairpin. Yeah. There wasn't anybody out mowing anybody down. No. Man, dude, revenge man. Revenge man. Well, we're gonna get some more revenge man. Yeah, we're going all in, especially next week if he's in fucking Chicago. I don't. I have, don't look it up. I'm not looking it up, but he was in Chicago at the end of this movie, so um, we'll see where he's at. He could be anywhere. You know what I mean? He, I hope he's in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. Uh-huh, yeah, the capital, of Wisconsin. Just uh-huh. hanging out. Yeah, he could be. Maybe he's killing people in Wisconsin. Um, maybe but, maybe he's in Lake Michigan killing bad guys on boats. He could be. The uh, so Death Wish two though, it comes out. It, it is how many years is that? Eight years. How old is Charles Bronson in this film? In this film, he's number like, no number two. Because I can figure, I can backtrack. He'd be about sixty years old. Damn. He's like fifty two in this. But he's ripped as fuck. Yeah, and then now eight years later, they make another one. And he's like, oh, time to murder you. Time to murder again for in Death Wish 2. I, there's no little subtitle, nothing like that. Death Wish 2. That's our movie next week on the podcast. It should be called Death Wish 2 Many Deaths. Death, the, I do hate, though, that I have Death Wish, and then I got the Death Wish other pack. But yeah. that pack is called Bronson. But it's so just, but it's just a Death Wish movies. For alphabetical purposes, it's frustrating. But it's just the Death Wish yeah, movies. Yeah, it's not other Bronson movies. It it's is just, just Death. It's just Death Wish two, three, and so four. So it could be called the Death Wish Collection. But yeah. they want to sell him. Right. Yeah, he's escalated his gun. That's an escalation. <laughs> Damn that picture. <laughs> he's right got there. body armor on, or like a milit. I mean, oh my god. I mean, yeah, it's time everyone's gonna die now. Yeah, he's he's like now. It's just funny, like, because even at the end of this, but you could have had at the end of this movie where he, you know, he goes away and then he just doesn't want to do this stuff ever again. No, man, he's hooked. But, like, at the end, he he's bang, in that, he's, he's like, in Union Station in Chicago and he's, he's like, like, hey, hey. Yeah, hey, I'm going to. Hey, I'm going to shoot your I'm ass. I'm going to shoot you guys. So, yeah, next week, Death Wish 2, going down that Death Wish path for our Death Wish Christmas time. Weird. Yeah, we wish you very death myth. Death myth. Tr- oh, wow. You doing that death math? Death math. Is that what you're talking about? I'm all about, about that death math. I'm all hopped up on that death math, dude. And uh, come back next week. For more of this. For more of the best of the worst and some death math. It's the best of the worst. <laughs>